Hey guys, it's 11.15 right now, so uh, sorry, don't make a wish. I'm not, I'm clearly not the make a wish foundation, you know, the dum dum anyway. Um, so hey guys, this is Alexander coming at you like fast acting acting with a chain reaction for your satisfaction and welcome to another episode of Secondhand Epiphany. Today we're actually doing something a little bit special. Um, when I was actually planning for secondhand epiphany and like what I was actually going to do, one of the actual episodes, uh, and I'll explain how the episodes separate. Most of them are just going to be me sharing uh, a topic of discussion most days. But the way I'm going to be setting it, setting up, setting it up from now on is that, um, well, yeah, I'm still going to be doing topics that I really think of off the top of my head, but I'm also separating it into three different types of episodes that I will include amongst them. Um, the three different types of episodes are advice from mama, which are actually advice from my mother. Um, and I'll share with you some of those things as we move forward. The next type is actually what's going to be called uh, food for thought. And that's most of the things that I bring to you anyway. So I might not even just call it that. I just might deliver an episode and that might just be normal episodes but today we're going to be doing something that i call the deuteragonist hour and we're going to be sitting here um actually with one of the very people that make my life so wonderful um usually we'll be sitting with a mentor a friend in today's case we're actually sitting with a great great friend of mine my sibling Say hi, Ash. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, first. Of with the great introductions. Uh, I thought that was shit, but thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, so, realistically, so the reason why we named it Sec, or I named it Secondhand Epiphany, well, my sister's here with me, so she's doing like this day. Thank you, sis. Um, thank you for putting up with me. Uh, anyway, so, um, Secondhand Epiphany obviously is geared to giving you insight to um, things that might be beneficial for your life or things realistically, and I'll put it to you simply, things that I wish I knew sooner that I'll share with you. And my sister is here today for two reasons. One, uh, I'm going to be asking her a couple of questions, essentially focused around that, like what she wish she knew sooner. And two, and most importantly, is because we have a bet going tomorrow. So let me break it down. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you know, like, hi, I'm Ren. And we're here to talk about a ridiculous sibling view. Anyway, no. Oh, Jesus Christ. I've been watching way too much TikTok. Um, that's because my sister and I... Okay, first off, story time before story time. Jesus Christ. This is going to be a tangent tangerine. Prepare to get your fair share of citrus for the day. Uh, so, <laughs> so... Right, so my sister and I... Um, uh, we just like binge watched a bunch of TikTok before we actually got here uh, because I don't know we're weird and like anime things and oh my god there was just so many good things and if you and drag queens and drag queens <laughs> love anime and drag queens that's what we do here that's what secondhand epiphany is all about <laughs> anime and drag queens forget all that shit about like bettering your life anime drag queens amen. <laughs> amen they put a smile on your face so that's one step towards bettering so get yourself a drag queen who Ooh. loves anime my message for today <laughs> 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 that is all good night <laughs>
<laughs> oh god okay so um so yeah that's what we were doing what was the last one the last dude we saw um i believe his name is lu 37 it's lu.u 37 yeah if you don't follow him on tiktok please do all his shit is like amazing and so on point oh my god and who's the other drag queen that we were watching oh um the one plastique uh tiara Plastic Tiara. Yeah. Okay, so you guys, if you don't already follow them on uh, on uh, TikTok, definitely at least check their videos out. Um, they're freaking amazing, and I'm just like, okay, so like my so little little bit of uh, history. Um, my sister is well across the table from me. I'll let her like when we're talking about like preferences and like gender and things like that. Um, my sister's gay. Uh, I'm straight, or at least I thought I was until yeah. I saw this. Like, yeah, <laughs> yo, back, yo, it's like catfish, catfish. Anyway, it's like I demand a recount. <laughs> this is not okay. Anyway, um, but yeah, so it was, it was, it was a moment. Uh, I was like, whoo, whoo, and just some of the scenes that they have are just like, holy shit, like jaw-droppingly amazing. So if you don't already follow them, totally go check them out. They're totally worth it. Um, but anyway, flash forward. Uh, would you like to tell this part uh, about the, about the like... Oh, the milkshakes? Yeah, my milkshakes can fall <laughs> to the yo. Okay, so basically our argument is who's better at making a malt or milkshake and right now for me it is cold stone because i usually do my own creation so i have it geared towards what i like and it <clears throat> i love it and for alex he chooses zinburger Zin which i've never had zinburger i know it exists i drove past it all the time when i was at work or leaving work to go home and I just never bothered to stop there because it's, it's like, I'm going home. I don't care. <laughs> so supposedly by his standards, they have the best malt milkshakes. So tomorrow we're going to debate and which try. Ones, which one's better? Because this is deciding <laughs> where we're getting milkshakes from here to the end of Nye. Like Bill Nye the Science Guy. Unless, okay. unless we find someone better. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like if, if like if like Valley were here, she'd be all like Andy's bitches. Shut up, <laughs> Andy's bitches. Like Andy's, uh, y'all got nothing on them. And I mean, and like, but it's like to be fair, I don't feel like driving 17 hours every time I want a fucking milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know. So anyway, uh, love you, girl. Anyway. Um, so, um, but in all sincerity, so let me, I'll, I'll explain, like, my sister just explained her story, like, with Cold Stone, like, obviously, uh, we've been going to Cold Stone since, like, we were kids, you know? Mm, it's not since we were kids, it was more of, like, when we were in, like, high school, because that's when they really were popping up. Yeah, because I just remember going to Cold Stone, um. This is, like, what, the last ten years or yeah, so? Yeah, something like that, and I still remember going to Cold Stone <laughs> where they had to still sing to you. Oh, yeah. gave me a tip. I, I I don't think I I think that was after the phase <laughs> that I actually got to a cold stone because I don't 
ever recall them saying. Oh yeah, there was singing. a po- there was old policy, and I can't remember if it was just for our local ones or if it was like a store policy where if um uh, like some some of the people there had to have like musical prowess, and if you gave them a tip, they had to sing. Um, or they were supposed to if you requested it. Oh, and, you know what? I think I do remember that Yeah, now. and I would go there and, and literally just see- give them a tip just so I could watch them sing. Yes, I'm that customer. Yes! Oh, see, I was the opposite. I'd be like, here's your tip. Thank you. You don't have, you have to, to sing. You have to sing. So. It's like, it's not even my birthday. Don't even bother. And I was like, sweet love of mine. Please sing for me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I love the name Jesus. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It is no sweet and no Okay, anyway, so it's like I'm trying to get a job at Cold Stones Whoops. No, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> hashtag facts. Anyway, so um but uh no in all sincerity, so for me my development with like Zinburger was actually uh also because of work. Like Ashley was working at Lowe's. Uh, that's why she got accustomed to the cold stone that she's gonna be going to tomorrow. Um, for me, I actually ended up falling in love with Zinburger when I was working up in Jersey City. Uh, originally, um, I was well, the first time I worked up in Jersey City, I was part of this thing called uh, uh, ICE International Cruises and Excursions that was known as, that uh, ended up partnering with Sears and became part of what's known as Sears Vacations. Clearly, that was not a smart partnership, but <laughs> but you know, by Sears, no hard feelings, right? Anyway, so uh, like, whew, uh, and there was this great gentleman that was uh, the trainer there. Um, he was a gentleman by the name of Andrew Greenhut, phenomenal guy. No, you know, miss him. Great, great leader. Uh, definitely teach sales very well. Uh, hope you're doing well if you ever listen to this. Good job. Uh, I did well. I promise. <laughs> I'm not stupid. <laughs> no, but anyway. Um, and that was my first time up in like uh, the Jersey City Mall. But my second time there, um, I ended up working a project with a company known as... It wasn't Mosaic and it wasn't GMR. It was another... Um, like brand ambassadorship company where I was working with Fitbit you know like right now I am not fit by the slightest bit um, but <laughs> at the end of the day I, you know, at the time I actually looked half decent and I was like actually thin and I could fit in half my clothes uh, thank you quarantine uh, thank, thank you quarantine but anyway so um, I have bicycle gloves now <laughs> well I mean like let's face it before before I got into quarantine I wasn't like on the like slender path anyway uh, I was definitely <laughs> on the slender path like i was going to the gym every day that i had classes and after the quarantine it's like oh shit yeah i was like uh the only part of fit fitness i felt like that puppy meme like it's like i'm about fitness fitness pizza in my mouth uh that's the closest thing to fitness um i hope robert esposito never listens to this episode and he'll be all like that's deplorable or mr dunn oh god he's oh, like mr. Dunn. Mm, he did like, say hi by the way several times and he also invited you for the christmas thing which i told you about you didn't go when Last Christmas. year, oh, I, 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 yeah, I guess not in the middle of Easter, huh? Anyway, so, uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. So getting back on track, so um, I ended up going there, and there was this wonderful woman. Um, I believe her name is also Ashley. Believe it or not, um, 
And, uh, because, you know, Ashley's ruled the world. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. Hashtag Ash for president. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Nope. But anyway, um, so, uh, she was a great girl named Ashley, and she was my bartender there for ages. Um, and every time I would go to do the campaign with Fitbit up there, I would immediately go to Zinburger for lunch. And that was the first time I had their, like, tater tots with the cheese sauce and the chorizo and which is just phenomenal and um i had uh the the burger with blue cheese which i can't remember the name of and then i had an amazing milkshake which is called bars of sin not to be confused with my friend lars bars and his sins no uh, uh, <laughs> no no uh, but it's called bars was uh, this a food channel because i yo. thought this was second <laughs> <laughs> it's like well this these are all factual things they need to know what i'm saying is go to zinburger and buy a bars of sin you will not regret it um <laughs> uh, you will not regret it because also um and also get it malted because that's how i like mine um but like I, thick yeah the, the, <laughs> you like yours thick i like mine like in between like i like mine like just dainty enough but just thick enough because here's the thing the difference between mm, Ash, when she go gets a milkshake, and when I go get a milkshake, Ash intends on doing nothing else for the afternoon after she, after she drinks her milkshake, because hers gives her the itis. My milkshake... That I'm using it as a meal replacement because I just need to get something quickly, especially yeah. working at Lowe's. I, like, I totally get that. It's working by myself, and I need like the shortest lunch I could possibly get. Yeah, and I get a milkshake we'll be filling. And like for me, I want something that I can have, but not feel like I'm overloaded or overburdened, just because I decided to go have a drink of something. <laughs> you know, that's why um, I've also been like... A so- Knockout. Yeah, like that. <laughs> I'm not looking for like like... Man, what do you call this shake? The Mike Tyson. You know, like, no, I don't want that. I, I, I like my, like, frou-frou, shay-shay, foo-foo kind of drink. And it's like, what is this called? Oh, this is called the voluptuous heaven's sake. Like, <laughs> you know, like, whatever. It's like, oh my god, I would love that. Yeah, get me two of those. <laughs> one for me and one for the girl. Uh, it's like, which girl? There will be one, trust me. <laughs> it's like, give me a second to call one of my friends. Hey, T. <laughs> you know, um, so yeah, that <laughs> so that's really cool. Um, but yeah, like so that's where. So tomorrow, the challenge is, I'm gonna go and pick her up something from Zinburger, and she's gonna go and pick me up something from Coldstone, and whoever likes their shake more officially wins the battle. And that I will be delivering to you tomorrow night. And with that, let's get into the real part of Secondhand Epiphany. All right. So thank you so much, sis, for joining me for, with, for the Deuterogonist Hour. No problem. For those of you who don't know what a Deuterogonist is, because my sister looked at the word and be all like, Alex, what's this hieroglyphics you got up on the page here? <laughs> I was like, that's not this Deuterogonist. Due to what in this? <laughs> I'm not doing whatever that shit is. <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> like, hold on, let me just read what you have written here so I can get some context off this. So, <laughs> uh, vocabulary is 
So anyway, a deuteragonist, or quote-unquote a deutagonist, is essentially the second protagonist in a major story. If you've ever uh, listened to, or sorry, watched the movie or read the books in Lord of the Rings, or if you've ever seen um, Star Wars, or if you've ever played video games like The Last of Us, you'll notice that there are multiple characters that can be attributed to being the quote-unquote good guys or good guy. The main character is known as the protagonist, the, the, main, the main person that the story centers around. And then you'll have the main, main villain, which is known as the antagonist. But the person who helps the, the main character develop, not the side characters, but the person who's actually there through a majority of the story, and a lot of the storylines I just listed, is known as a deutagonist, or a secondary protagonist who comes along. The reason why I call this the deutagonist hour is because, once again, Secondhand Epiphany is supposed to be focused on providing you value um, based on what we th think we would love to have known before we got to situations where we were like, oh shit, am I up Ship's Creek without a paddle? Oh god, are those piranhas? Oh no! <laughs> That's okay, we'll, we'll manage. We'll manage. <laughs> Beats a piranha out of the water, <laughs> yeah. makes a giant bone sheath of piranha bones, and use that as, as a, a paddle. It's <laughs> like, I'm getting up Ship's <laughs> Creek either way! way. Get out of here! <laughs> Molds another another raft out of shit. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, sorry, that's bad. So, realistically, um, what we're gonna go through a little bit uh, is essentially who, like, who we are, where where we started. You know, what are three things that you know we want to take away the whole nine yards? Those are just some of the basics that you'll hear on the Deuteragonist Hour. So. Um, in this case, uh, I'll just start with simply an introduction. Obviously, you guys already know this is my lovely sibling, Ashley, um, and she's gonna tell you a little bit about herself and uh, our relationship, and yeah, go from there. Okay. Right, Ash, floor is yours. All right, um, well, <clears throat> you already got my name three times. Uh, <laughs> but one more doesn't hurt. <laughs> my name is Ashley. <laughs> yeah. I am 31 years old now. Oh shit, I am 31 years <laughs> old. <laughs> um, years young now. Oh, yes. Yeah, years <laughs> young now. Thank you, Ashley. I just what I needed. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I am... Well, I, this is where it's kind of tricky because I don't know how much history you've gone into. Uh, well, remember, this is your, their first time being introduced to you. So, here's some here's some basic stuff about my sibling. Um, first off, she's in college. Uh, she's actually pursuing uh, a degree in, if I remember correctly, criminal justice. Yep. Okay. And what she's doing it for is because she ultimately wants to become, um, if the goal, this is still the goal, a police officer uh, in Pennsylvania specifically. Um, uh, eventually. Or right now it's going to be starting with corrections because I'd rather be able, because the thing about corrections is that they have to use their words before they have to move into action. Okay. And it's better to, if you can settle it down, any arguments or confrontations, it's better to <clears throat> basically use your words to calm the situation down before whipping your dick out or the gun. Okay. Because I don't want to be the one that panics which when i'm out on the field it doesn't pertain to 
whether I would do that or not because who knows what kind of situation I'll be facing. Okay. Because I can say one thing and end up doing something else. Okay. I know on certain things, like if I, for example, my friend John accidentally cut himself on one of the knives that I had. Mm -hmm. I know on my reaction, I kept calm Mm -hmm. and just like, all right, let's get the first aid kit. And then wrapped his finger up and he was good. Okay. Until he undid the bandage and I had to take it to the hospital. I'm like, I'll get my keys, get in the car. Like, this is why mom's like, yeah, you're a CEO. I'm like, no, I'm not. I just see what needs to get done and worry about the semantics later. Like, I can be all theatrical and drama, yeah. but I'll do that later. It's like, what needs to be done now? Yeah, Ashley's Ashley's very much, um, actually, uh, like one of the girls that I used to know, uh, you remember Maggie? Yes. Maggie, you know, um, she was very much the type to get everything done right now. And then as soon as everyone's perfectly fine, burst into tears, you could have died! Like, but you literally just saved everyone's life like Superman and Wonder Woman <laughs> in one person. How the hell are you bursting into tears now? And I feel like that's that's a beautiful skill to have because I I guess I'm a little bit more of the sensitive type. Um, I'm def- I'm definitely more like, let's talk through it. We're gonna get through it together. I mean, like, we still get shit done along the way, but we experience all the motions now, because if we experience the stuff later on, like a brick wall, I just can't handle that. I'm like, look, <laughs> take two of these lollipops and call me in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Like, like... It's like, how come we didn't go through this mess before? Like, why didn't we experience this while we were experiencing this? And it's like, because it would have ruined the structure of getting everything done in a timely fashion. And I'm like, and you know me in a hospital situation, I write down everything every doctor says. Oh, I don't. You know? I just, like, just have it written down in your paper because you know you have to give me a copy anyway. No, for me, I, I write it down as they say it. I'm like, okay, what did you say? How do you mean it? Da-da-da-da. At what time it is? 1,400 hours on the notes. All right. <laughs> and that's just... Should have been a nurse then. Yeah, okay. I, I, <laughs> I gotta do that shit too. Oh, goodness. I, I could never. I can't stand blood. <laughs> you know, it's also why I could never be a corrections officer. Somebody like got shot, got stabbed, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, they're like, you need to resuscitate, you need to resuscitate the person who's incarcerated. He evil. He dying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can't look at that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, like, you know, like, I know you really can't. And, you know, but I. I admire that about you because I really don't necessarily have that type of strength, uh, or at least I don't feel that I do. Um, so one of my questions to you is like, what, I remember for when mom was still alive, uh, God rest her soul, um, that was like a hard conversation for you to like have with mom. I remember like, she wanted you to go be a scientist because she wanted to relate to you and the whole nine yards. You wanted to do art at the time. Um, and that's probably because you also really didn't like we're all like kind of misdirected sometimes when we're younger yeah. um so my question is what what built up the fortitude or what caused the development for you to definitely want to be in corrections and what are the steps you kind of taking to move towards that today well as of right now um i'm pursuing my degree which after taking all of my classes i've come to realize that um even if I get a criminal justice degree, I might not be looked at because I have a criminal justice degree. Okay. 
which I wish I knew that before. And I'm like, but I'm going to finish soon. So I'm just going to finish this and say I got my degree. <laughs> okay. And then figure it out from there. Because <clears throat> I want to actually accomplish that first. Yeah, have that have that notch under your belt. I get that. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> in terms of what got me there, it's just, I guess, because of the positions I've taken over time in terms of retail between being a manager and being anyone who's below a manager mm-hmm. being both behind the scenes in terms of like the marketing acts uh, aspect dealing with schedules looking at people and talking with people in retail for 15 years that's true because mm-hmm. you start you started i started when i was 16 yeah. at gamestop yeah. So something I will never forget because mom was just like, she got a job. How did you not get a job? You always talking to everybody. She never talked to nobody. How did she get a job and you didn't get a job? I'm, I'm just like, mom, fourteen. Like, what you're, the you're not even the legal you, age yet. Like, how did she get a job and you didn't get a job? You need to get a job. I'm just like, oh Jesus, fucking Christ! And you know you play as many games as she does. And, and let's let's let's. I'd like to put on the table um, until like quarantine. I didn't play. Any fucking games, save for like Dragon Warrior Monsters 2. If you have a Game Boy Color or a Game Boy Advance still, definitely go check it out. But if not, <laughs> you can also you can also get it off of and you didn't hear me say this because I do not support piracy whatsoever. You can also totally pirate it off of <laughs> you're like I don't support this, but you can totally pirate it off of a number of sites, uh, assuming Nintendo didn't like totally reach out and like be all like fuck those guys. Um Sorry, Nintendo. At this point, it's like, oh, oh, thanks for letting us know. <laughs> I was like, what was the name of the website? Like, hold on. Hold on. Let me, let like, me get, get back. that down. Get that down. It's like Alexander secretary. said on exactly at 1140. You know, <laughs> you know so, um, so yeah. Uh, okay. I just to make sure this thing was still recording. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, okay. Yes, I would have bet. Yeah. My technology is still like work. I'm working. This is work in progress. Anyway, um, long story short. So, um, let me backtrack because we got sidetrack. Yeah. So like, yeah, like I, I'm definitely not a gamer uh, in the same sense that my sister is. Uh, I only became fascinated with games to uh, quench the existential crisis that I was going through. Uh, um, but which is kind of went reverse for us because I at the time that I was working at GameStop I went to video games because like I was the one who usually wanted to go outside and do something instead of staying inside and play video games and then over the years it just went the opposite direction where all I want to do I'd rather be inside playing video games and escaping and for me I mean like I guess I, I totally get that mentality because uh, we all uh, crave some form of escapism um, simply because if we cannot forge meaning for ourselves in our lives, we necessarily search for a me- uh, some sort of meaning, regardless if it's in a book or if it's in religion or if it's in TikTok, uh, TikTok, <laughs> TikTok, getting likes, likes, millions of likes, or if it's something like, um, you know, playing video games, you know, some form of escapism that allows us to rectify uh 
the lack of meaning or the lack of control that we feel in our actual lives. But um, one of the things that I personally feel that helps is knowing where you want to go. And I so respect that about you because you clearly have, even if you might not like fully be in it every single moment of every day, you at least have a series of actionable steps that you're taking yeah. that make your goal at least a lot more real to you. And that creates something that you can work towards. It's very important, uh, I feel, in order to have control over our life, that we set a goal or set set some, some form of meaning for ourselves, number one. And number two, that we definitely have actionable steps to achieve that which we, we are moving in the direction of. Yeah, I, I even if it's just like three months at a time, because that's essentially what me doing my degree, because it's like every three months like oh i have these classes i'll be done at this time yeah so just knock it out um and that's what's been making it easier because it's like i'm setting myself the small goals for the long goal i mm. focus more on those than trying to get to the long goal because even if i don't succeed in terms of getting into the field i mm. have backups and backups mm. for what i want to do because even if i have to be in the workforce for <clears throat> for uh, criminal justice by the age of 34. Okay. But I want to get it done by 32. Okay. Because after that point, I want to transfer to either being a corrections officer to either a state trooper or a regular police officer. Maybe the FBI? Okay. Because I have the retail of experience for 15 years in retail so I know how to deal with people for the most part mm. and I think that would be interesting but that that's like way way out there okay. that's like I need to do that by 35 mm. if I do that so that's like 4 years from now right now I'm focusing in the next year okay that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. And so. that's that's something I think that is less makes it less frightening too. Because I might have had goals and intentions beforehand, but I think because I had put so much pressure in doing what I need to do further out mm. than here and now, that's what caused me to fail. Okay. So I understood how, later in life how I work like me taking my courses like this semester because of the quarantine everything being switched to online classes I guarantee you I did not do so well I might mm. have actually f I'm not sure yet because they haven't finished grading everything but I might have failed one of my classes okay. because I know my mentality because when I'm home I don't want to do anything Okay. I don't have the focus mentality. That's why for online courses, unless it involves like actual physical hand activity, like building something, mm -hmm. I'm not going to do it, nor do I have the focus for it. That's why I chose in-person uh, in classes. You might actually benefit from listening to my last episode because I literally talked about just that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. I literally talked about just because, that. Because the online concept is like, I don't, I don't grasp it. Even though I understand technology, how to go through the systems, even if you were to teach me step by step how to do it, and it's like, okay, I got this. Doesn't mean I'm going to do it. Okay. Um, and I, to I totally get that. Uh, yeah. Not to reiterate all, all this stuff for um, 
the guy, the people who are already listening from yesterday, listening to today, um, literally what we were talking about yesterday was the difference between extrinsic and intrinsic motivation mm-hmm. and how society and having somebody to turn work physically into mm-hmm. actually creates a form of pressure or peer pressure for us from society right. that actually provides us motivation extrinsically. But in order to turn extrinsic motivation into intrinsic motivation, it has to come from the question of do I want to do this? Right. And what am I doing this for? And sometimes that even answering that question um, may not always be a direct translation to how I will get this done. It's still just a, I will get this done because blah. It might not tell you the exact modality, but I personally feel that if there's a want and there's a will, there's definitely a way to get it done. And sometimes that does like you've seen me like when I'm especially uh, when I'm working in sales and I have to practice a pitch or something like that. Mm-hmm. You see me practice it and practice it and practice mm-hmm. it, and I'm to the point where I'm a dick and I'm like, get out! I need to say this. I need to be able to say this while my eyes are closed. I can't see the paper. I need to say this while six other people are saying the same shit next to me. And um, I feel that sometimes, yeah, because we don't have this nice, quite little niche space, especially being in each other's face constantly during the quarantine, we're all stuck inside with our family members and our friends and duh, duh, duh. Right. And you know, God be willing, you should all like each other. But sometimes if you need to get work done, it might not be conducive to that type of environment. Right. And we might not always have a space to retreat to that is dedicated to work. Because usually, if we, even if we're told to like go to our rooms, which are supposed to be our sanctuaries at the end of the day, we still have all these games and TVs and computers and yeah, all, all these like living distractions. And the only way to like deal with that is to put them aside. Um, that's why for me, um, like what, like to get get this space, you know, I make sure it's at night where everybody else is relaxed, everybody else is calmed down. Da da da. I'm not really interrupting the flow of somebody else working right. or something like that, or nobody's classes, and it's just peace. And if I really need more of it, I'll go for a walk. And that, 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 but that's, you know, sometimes that's what you need to do in order to make sure it gets done. And that might not always be conducive, especially when you're like this, there's a whole group of people that are in your shoes that had that transition. It's not like they want to do internet classes or they want to do in-person classes yeah. specifically. They just were in this cusp where if you were online, now it's definitely online. And if you weren't online, I'm sorry, now it definitely is. Yeah, it's definitely online, which in terms of the classes, I was like, wow. They, they, Brookdale happened to give uh, an option to like either set your classes to drop or fail or literally uh, drop the class two weeks before the semester was over. Jesus, and they weren't gonna give, they weren't gonna like give you an incomplete or anything? They just drop and fail? Uh, it's pass or fail, which means you either did well in the class and you're you're pass, whether you have a C or not, okay. or you fail if you get D or lower, which is exactly the same concept mm-hmm. in general. However, the difference is those classes don't transfer. That's terrible. Yeah, it's a <laughs> terrible option, and I don't ter- know why. It's like why why even offer that? Yeah, I 
I literally like <laughs> I've literally like was talking about it with my other classmates and it's like there's no point in me doing that I'd rather just fail and be taking the class all over again anyway because I'm not getting my money back because even with the extension you're not getting your money back that's ridiculous I'm sorry so is like I better off seeing if I can pass on my own with a C mm -hmm. or just failing it and taking it down the road anyway because with community well at least with Brookdale you can still get your degree even with a failed class. The only difference is the credits don't transfer. I understand that. So. So one thing I, I do want to note that um, every time I every time I uh, like walk by, I, I notice that you're always doing some sort of work. Uh, well, at least when you're not screaming to a team of players yeah. that you're like, do this, do that, do this, do that. What game are you usually playing in it? Apex. Apex Legends. Like okay. in Call of Duty, I'm just telling it's like, I'm staying over here and keeping an eye on this point. This is my den, do not enter or yeah. you die. Because I can't tell you how many times I actually did team kills and I'm like, I'm so sorry, but you entered and you were warned. <laughs> 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 it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, did you want to live? Because that's not how you live. Facts. <laughs> it's like, it's like, do not go from this point to this point and come through because we do not see your names right away. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, team kill. This is your warning. Well, who told you to stand over there? <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've lobbed a freaking grenade across the way, knowing where the enemy is, and it's like, team kill, along with savior <laughs> at the nice. same time. <laughs> freaking Call of Duty. Literally almost a Hago face. Anyway. It's uh, <laughs> like, I am an angel with horns. With horns. <laughs> My horns hold up my halo. It's a fashion trend. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> this has been a service announcement. Good night. Anyway, so, uh, no, but uh, in all sincerity, so, no, but, um, that, that's fucking awesome, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, I don't play those types of games. I play, like, RPGs and other other crazy stuff. And I have this cool typing game that I can't wait to show you, which is also an RPG. It's amazing. Okay. Uh, it's literally about typing. And it, it's like, eat your heart out, Mavis Beacon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> We're showing our age now. You know, facts. So like, if you guys know what Mavis Beacon is, you guys are too old. <laughs> you guys, no, it's like, you must be at least this tall to ride this ride. Uh, aren't I doing a typing class? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, uh, but no, uh, feet flat. <laughs> so, um, what I want to talk about is like, you, one of the things that you mentioned is that you had 15 years of retail experience. Oh, yeah. So, tell me a little bit about that and like, what, like from going from literally from GameStop to to Lowe's and I, I know you've also worked uh, um, at a number of different places. You've worked at Lowe's, you've worked at GameStop, you've worked at, uh, was Costco at one point? No. No, it wasn't I've Costco. I've applied so many times. Oh, it, was Am it was Amazon yeah. and then, um, but Amazon technically isn't retail. Uh, but No, but it, it's a warehouse. I mean, I've worked... All right, here's the full list. It goes GameStop, UPS, um, back to GameStop okay. because I got the assistant manager's job, mm -hmm. which took like a month to do. Mm -hmm. 
actually more than a month. It was almost in time for the new holidays to start up and I was pissed. Mm. Beyond that. Um, <clears throat> after GameStop, it was Radio Shack. After that was Lowe's. Then it, after the last like five, six years, I think. Because mm. it was, yeah, five or six years, it's been flip-flop between Lowe's and Best Buy. Mm. And right now, I'm just Best Buy. Okay. <clears throat> well, I'm furloughed right now, so yeah. sadly, I am not working. <laughs> it's like, I'm not doing shit right now. <laughs> um. that, that's why I got like the leather work kit and uh, boxing gloves, and they're supposed to be punching bags. Um, not punching bags, punching pads coming in so I can exercise because I, I need to start with something and Quinn might have or I might be getting the shit kicked out of me. Yo, word. <laughs> hey, you know, like, you know, it's like, this is how we love. Kaka! <laughs> yeah. Good. <laughs> <Ka -ka! laughs> <laughs> well, how mom used to say, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Jesus Christ. So yeah, so tell, me, tell us a little bit more about your experiences in retail. Like, um, what was working with people like for you? Uh, what makes you want to work from like the average person to like criminal justice and like well, how does it relate? How do you feel like you're carrying a series of traits from that that area of your life into the next? Well, basically, the reason I ended up going criminal justice is because I actually wanted to start as a criminal justice. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, you know, art because I felt like doing art. I like art. Mm -hmm. It's fun. It's relaxing. And I have the joys of building. Mm -hmm. but My sister's a kick-ass artist, by the way. Just saying. I haven't made any art in like a while. <laughs> Still kick-ass. I'm gonna sneeze. So I'm not editing that out. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in terms of that, I mean, I, it's 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 something I wanted to start with, and Mom didn't want me going into the field because I'm a black woman, mm -hmm. and just the fact alone of being black going into the police force, I can have the negativity geared from both sides, both from the people viewed as like a traitor or mm. because I'm a female, I am, you know, not as authoritative. Authoritative. Uh, thank you. Yes. Um, and because I'm black, I could be targeted by my brothers in arms, mm. whether it's man or woman or whatever. Mm. <clears throat> non-binary that's the word I was looking for I couldn't think of it oh, yeah. um, so in that regard <clears throat> it instilled that I would send mom to an early grave if I went into that field so I wanted to actually take a year off and mom and dad said no mm -hmm. so I ended up going to Pennsylvania Oh, US, USP, USPS, oh, oh, US, USP, U University of Sciences in Pennsylvania. Yep. USP. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And pretty much flunked out of that. And then went to, as a occupational therapist. Yeah. Because I was really good at giving massages to the family. Mm. So they wanted me to do something in terms of physical therapy or an occupational therapist. Yeah, what happened to that, by the way? I, 
it's not something I wanted to do to begin with. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would have never knew like like actually happened to that. Like, I understand like you took the courses and whatnot, and then like it's pretty much rebelling. The, that's the short and simple of it. Okay. I pretty much rebelled because I didn't want to do it to begin with. Okay. Like I wanted to figure stuff out first. Okay. Like I was pretty happy where I was at with being at GameStop but I know that it wasn't going to be my end goal mm. and because of you know just flunking here and there because it's more of what my parents wanted me to do in terms of going to college because having a school degree yeah, the in their usual. mind is yeah. like you need to find something. The paragon of all existence. <clears throat> the shiny piece of yeah, paper. And then I even tried trade school and it's like I can't do this if my heart's not in it I'm not going to do it so ended up doing retail for more years and I do school on and off like I went back to school changing my major to fine arts and that was a lot of fun mm-hmm. uh, and in between uh, working in retail and everything like that I've gone from Radio Shack which is our simple retail store for electronics selling I'm like, a Radio Shack yeah. It's where you met and John. Then, huh? It's where you met John. Yeah, that's where I met John. Uh, and uh, I've come to realize I've met all my friends from work. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually made all my friends from work. And they even met Quinn from work. So... Which, not- Which it's kind of funny because I went against my word. It's like I am never dating someone I work with. Totally dating. Someone. Yeah, totally dating <laughs> someone I work with. I'm never dating someone I work with. Totally dating someone you work with. And literally got fired together. <laughs> yeah, but for different reasons. Yeah, for different reasons. But like, still, it's like so coincidental. Like that to me is amazing. So let me ask you this: if I mean, like, obviously, we really can't relive life, but at the end of the day, if there were something, if there were any three things that you could have done differently, uh, what, what would they be? So, not, and not just that, I want it to be like this. If there are three things that you could tell a younger you, what would they be? And if there were three things that you could congratulate yourself for, what would they be? Start with the like three things that you would share with the younger you. Argument argue more with mom and dad about going to school. That's probably like the greatest sample I had. Is just doing and following what mom did. It's like if I know for a fact that I was just not going to be able to do what they wanted, I should have argued more. Because it was not something that I wanted. And I think it's because of that concept that they just didn't understand. I can respect that. So, that's one. Um, Two, probably explore more. Because even if I didn't happen to go to school, do something, just continue working at GameStop like I did Mm. but end up you know exploring more don't stagnate yourself there because when I was working at GameStop I kind of became miserable Mm -hmm. because I was kind of lonely I didn't really have 
much going on and because of the failures that I did in college I just saw myself as a failure and only a failure I get that which didn't help my mental health so that's another thing um, that I would tell myself and I guess another thing is don't be afraid to talk I think that's probably the most difficult thing I have is still to this day. It's just talking. Talking how I'm feeling, how I'm thinking, what I'm thinking. And when I do think and do talk about it, don't don't just break down and cut off and then just walk away. Yeah. Because that is kind of still an issue. Not as bad as when I was younger, but it was way worse then. Because, you know, mom and dad is here to help. Well, should be here to help. Because I, I, I've seen some family members where it just, it wasn't, it's not that way. Yeah. But we've always had the luxury, you know, like one of the things that uh, I say, uh, and like, I was even teased about when I was like working on Wall Street. Um, people used to say, "Oh, look, it's Mr. Puppies and Sunshine." Uh, Mr. Puppies, <laughs> Puppies and, and Sunshine. This is like Mr. Puppies and Sunshine, and that's because I, I did have this. <clears throat> I did have and do have this rosy-eyed, like, like this this bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, rose-tinted view of the world, mm. and I, I understand that. It is a luxury, a privilege that I have that, and like, you know, like, um, I listen to a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk, as you already know, um, and he says, you know, check how entitled you are, and I'm like, oh shit, super entitled. <laughs> like, it's like, uh, I wasn't born a rich kid, and I definitely, you know, didn't have gold bullion coming out of my ass. Um, or you have a silver spoon, but I but, might have a bent up uh, silver spoon. spoon. Yeah, and like, and like, and like. And that, that's what I tell people. It's like, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my, in my mouth, but I could definitely see the silver spoon from where I was sitting. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And um, it was a little dented and rusted, <laughs> but it still worked. It did its job. You know, I and don't I know. Could, if I just... <laughs> see, like, maybe maybe your couple first years, because you are two years older than me, but, like, my my life, no. Not dented or rusted. Mine what might have been, like, shined twice. I'm actually wearing a Tiffany's choker right now. So, <laughs> the Tiffany's silver choker. I was the guinea pig. Yeah, so, so. like, you know, so, like, all the, all the rough shit. And, I, yeah, so, um, I totally get that. And, yeah, it's true that not everybody's parents are super supportive and even in moments where our parents could have done better or could have like done differently i still think the fact that the i mean the testament to the we're both still living in our father's house you know like our, our parents house is still um you know at the age of 31 and 29 um is a testament to just how wonderful and generous they really are yeah um and I, I really do pay homage to that because no matter how much philosophy or business or anything else that I may tout, I really, I really have to, you know, pay homage to that which came before me. And I think that's super important because I understand that not everybody has that luxury. Not everybody has that wonderful cushiness. Sometimes it could that cushiness can be a detriment because we might not do as much as we 
should be yeah. in our lives. We might not take it as many steps or go on as many adventures as we should. But at the end of the day, it is it does allow us a good standing place, a good foundation, and a good launching pad, ultimately. Um, so I I sympathize with your struggles very greatly, so I, I understand exactly where you're coming from. Um, if you could tell yourself in the past three things to be proud of, like three things that you're like, hey, you did this, don't be so hard on yourself, something like that. What are the three things that you would definitely like tell yourself that you're like, you should be super proud of or like to hold your head up high? Be proud of yourself. Not so much of what you've accomplished, but for who you are. Because it took me a long time. Ooh, I'm sorry to tear. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I know, I know it's like quarantine and everything, but can I, can I hug you? We live in the yeah, same I house. I know, I know, but like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Okay, thank you. Okay, sit back down. <laughs> All right, stop. I'm crying. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't have, uh, I don't have a liaison to come like dab me when I'm crying so um, don't fuck up my makeup bitch <laughs> but in terms of like be proud of like who you are because I think that for some of the people that I've met in my life they not only contribute but I contribute to them like mm-hmm. I'm sometimes like their stability on hard days mm-hmm. or even if not I'm just there to like help them cheer up nerd out word um and because of that it's also because i had a good backing myself Mm -hmm. i had you i have mom i had mom i had dad Mm -hmm. um tori and vanessa aunt phyllis and uncle phil and pretty much the entire family Mm -hmm. granted yeah i've had hiccups i've lost friends i've turned my back on some Mm -hmm. which those aren't my proudest moments and it's still hard to forgive myself Mm. for that because I made a promise and I've come to realize that there are some promises that I cannot keep Mm. which is something I also kind of have to be proud of myself is being able to turn away from something that I feel was toxic to my health because that takes a lot of willpower like a lot of willpower like I know for some people it's worse off like they've been physically and mentally abused whereas me it's just the atmosphere of that person Mm. and that that like what's the word I'm looking for that it hurts me mentally and and in an energy level as well Mm. because I I'm the type of person that I feel what other people feel. I guess that's the words I'm looking for. Very empathic. Uh, yeah. I'm very empathic. And I try to like make people look more on the positive side, even though they are like this. It's to the point where I've literally attacked people and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I need to go. Okay. Like I found myself attacking people. That's why I like. I've gotten to the point where in terms of Apex where it's like I've realized it's like I am turning toxic because of this game. So I literally had separated myself some from the game mm-hmm. sometimes and I realized that I've I actually gone to um, my friend Hayden, uh, a kid that I play with in it, uh, 
he's quite literally a kid on apex Mm. um where i literally had apologized it's like listen i'm sorry for being toxic Mm. and that's that's not what i want to do like i i found myself shutting up myself Mm -hmm. because i knew what i was doing is wrong so i will just mute myself Mm-hmm. So I did. It's like the way Mom said, if you don't have nothing to say, that's nice. Yeah. Don't say, say it at all. Yeah. Got, ain't not got nothing nice to say. Don't say nothing at all. Yeah. Okay. So I, I literally am trying to make my mind like, it's kind of a good thing that I'm catching it mm-hmm. because I think that I'm also kind of jaded <laughs> in life. Because of my own roadblocks along with a few others. Okay. But, yeah, going back to what I was saying, um, I would definitely say that I should be proud of, like, who I've become and how I can separate myself as well mm-hmm. from things that can be harmful. Okay. Um, the third thing, the third way, I'm not sure about the third thing. Oh, wait, no, I take that back. <laughs> I take that back. I take that back instantly. Okay. Be proud of your friends. Who you surround yourself with. Yeah, who okay. you surround. And the definitive friends that, you know, been there for you, even if it was a short period of time. Like, appreciate the fact that they were there and around. And even if you don't talk to them anymore because of something that happened, it's still a part of who you are now. And it helps you grow as a person and see where you come from. Um, Like, for example, John has, uh, well, John, yes, is actually a very good example. Mm -hmm. Um, He's been my friend since, who, who, uh, not 2014, longer than that. I don't even remember when I started at Radio Shack because he came like six months after I started. No, a year after I started because that's when I found out my previous manager at the store happened to go work at a strip club. <laughs> Names may not be named. <laughs> to be honest, I don't remember her name. That's oh, how much okay. of a repression she left. Okay, good. <laughs> it's like it's like some people gotta make dough. Yeah, <laughs> some people gotta it's make It's like bread is necessary. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so, um, beyond, like, six years, um, we've been friends, and Donald has been my friend for over 15 years, because I, he became my friend when I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it, it's, like, whether it's the new ones or the old ones, and you're my longest one, because you're... Well, I, I mean, like, <laughs> to be fair, I was put here to be your friend. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, no, uh, like, but uh, for real, like, um, as mom is to describe it, she took you to big sister classes. Okay, this is going to be a story for another night because we are reaching the hour mark. Uh, yeah. um, so we will get into that another time. Just to recap, what were your three things that you would share with a younger you? Um, sharing with a younger thing, uh, in terms of what I shouldn't, uh, should have done, um, argue more Mm -hmm. because you want your happiness as well. Not only to make your parents proud, but your happiness as well. Okay. So be willing to speak up. Yeah. Um, 
don't stay stagnant at all. Always be moving forward. Always be moving forward. Even if it's just having fun, but within reason. Okay. Um, and... <laughs> I was hoping you. <laughs> I was hoping you might remember. Because <laughs> I wanted to make sure that, like, it was just in your words. Um, you know. Um. I guess keep trying. I don't remember what the third one is because it's like it has to. Because what I wish I knew when I was younger is what created me now and what makes me proud. Mm. because I'm very proud for who I am or personality wise for the most part Mm -hmm. I mean there's still improvements like all personalities need improvement Um, but my friends and where I'm at now understanding who I am so that that's something that would be something I would have to tell my younger self even something that I have to keep in mind for myself now as I continue to grow we all do in some sense I appreciate you taking so hey guys uh, we just found out that episodes end naturally on anchor after an hour so I'm definitely going to have to work on that transition a little bit better. So thank you for being here during this like early thing. Um, What my sister and myself were going through, I was really just thanking her for taking the time to be a part of this with us today and technically being a part of my very first Deuteragonist hour. Um, We really did take the entire hour. So it's really cool. Um, So I thought that was really awesome. The other thing that I really want to do is I want to give a shout out to the people who have actually already added me um, on uh, on Anchor or on... uh, on a, or just added my podcast to be a little bit part, to be a little part of your life. Um, so I wanted to give a special shout out to Lacey, Catherine, Amy, and Artis, who actually have already taken the time to favorite my episode, favorite my channel and my episodes. I do appreciate you guys actually taking the time to even listen to this. It really means a lot to me and my heart. Um, join us next time or tomorrow night. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of a shorter episode. And if you guys really like this one, um, we will revisit it later. Uh, so that way you get to know a little bit more about my sister. And if you really want to take a dive into our past and like know a little bit more about who our mother was. She was a really great and powerful woman. Um, uh, I'll be more than happy to expound upon those things for you. But for now... Thank you so much for joining us on Secondhand Epiphany, and I hope you guys have a wonderful night. I look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow, or... Technically tonight. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's like <laughs> 12, 12, 24. Oh my goodness. All right, all right, night guys. Bye.